0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Grow Your Patch, a podcast about gardening and self-sufficiency. From growing food to flowers, house cows to hens, this podcast is going to help you get the most out of your patch of dirt, no matter how big or how small. And I'm your host, Shannon Crocker, a gardener, farmer, self-sufficiency dreamer, a person who loves to make the most out of my patch of dirt and helping others do the same. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Grow Your Patch. Now I have to say I am very sorry you're hearing from just me again this week. I had a fabulous person lined up and we did a great podcast, had a great chat. I learned heaps and then when I was going through and putting it all together and editing it, I realised that every few minutes you couldn't hear what she was saying So I thought, well, I can't stick that up. So I'm going to have to come up with something to chat about. So that's the first thing I'm going to apologize about. The second thing is if you can hear my air conditioner, I'm sorry. It's rattling like a bloody freight train at the moment, but it's so hot that I'm going to have to keep it on and hopefully it doesn't irritate you too much. But with that, we will get cracking into what I'm going to discuss today. Now, during the week, I put up a post in my stories Just talking about different zones of where you are in regards to your climate and plants. Now, I had a lot of people reach out to me about those zones and what does this mean? What should I be planting? You know, all of the things. So, I thought that what I would do today is basically just cover the different zones and where to find the zones and what to look for planting wise that is going to suit those zones. So, as we get into that, I'm just going to say right now that I am going to dig a little bit deeper into the into the zones than what I shared in my stories. And for that, I am going to go to the diggers club their website they have some great information if you aren't aware of diggers they sell plants they sell seedlings they sell seeds they sell um, all sorts of gardening accessories they are one of my favorite places to visit online and I love when I get their magazine in the mail and so I'm going to go here because they do really break down the different climate zones very well and I can run through them and hopefully this will give you a better idea of where you are Please jump onto their website, having a look at choosing the right plants for your climate area. So, you know, this will give you more insight, but hopefully the little podcast that I do today will give you a little bit of an insight to what you need to know and to help you on your way in your garden journey. Okie dokie. So when we're jumping on and having a look at our zones, um, you basically you have heat zones and cold zones. So the heat zone is determined by the average number of days above 30 degrees that the zone will experience in a year. Now, this is really important because there are a lot of plants out there that don't do well with hot days. They need that temperature to cool off. And so it's it's important to know what zone you are in regards to the heat as to what plants are going to survive in your area. There's not much point putting delicate plants in a heat zone that's that's going to get over 270 hot days, over, days over 30 in a year. It, it's just not going to work. So having a look at the map, if you jump on and have a look, the heat zones are from 1 to 14, and I'll give you some areas of diff, like, different ideas. So for example, Hobart, it's heat zone 2. So the average days above 30 degrees per year is seven. Isn't that nice? Seven. Wow. <laughs> I, it's um, it's extraordinary, really, because usually you know you only look at where you are, um, and what you get, but um, it's amazing when I look at, at at other ones. So then, if we move on up, uh, you're looking at Melbourne. It's heat zone four. So the average days above 30 it gets is 30 keep moving up to Sydney. Um, they're saying Sydney is uh, four to six. So anywhere between 30 to 60 days above 30 degrees. Armidale is a chilly three. So Armidale is is heat zone three. Brisbane is five to seven. So anywhere from sort of 45 to 90 days above 30 degrees. Toowoomba's a five. And if we keep on moving up, Longreach is a 12. It has 240 days above 30 degrees. Mount Isa is also a 12. Alice Springs is a 10. So it has 180 days above 30 degrees. Cairns is an 8 with 120. Darwin is 14. So let's just let that sink in for a second. 14, which is 350 days above 30 degrees and I am the first to admit I have no clue about gardening in that in that sort of environment but I am desperately looking to talk to people that are gardening in these heat zones 12 13 14 sort of real tropics so if you are one of those gardeners I'd love to talk to you or if you know a fantastic gardener please let me know send me a message I would love to interview them. So I hope that's a little bit of a breakdown of your heat zone. So it's a, you know, heat stress is, is a major, major cause for, of death in plants. So knowing your heat zone and knowing what plants are going to be happy in that zone is very important. Also, that's also something that's important is your cold zone. So a cold zone is determined by the absolute minimum temperature that could occur in a given area. So for example, if a plant has a cold zone rating of 9A, it can survive temperatures as low as minus 7, whereas a plant with a cold zone rating of 10 will likely to be killed by a frost. Okay, so with the cold zones, it's 7, 8, 9A, 9B, 10, 11, 12, and 13 are your cold zones. So when we have a look at different areas, we'll talk about Hobart. So Hobart is 9B. So 9B is minus 4. So the temperate areas, which is cold zones 8, 9A, 9B, are places like Canberra, Calgary, Bendigo, Ballarat, Albury, Wagga Wagga, Bathurst, Orange, Dubbo, Adelaide Hills, Riverland, Riverina, those places, subtropical, includes Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Albini, Bunbury, um, Geelong, Bega, Coffs Harbour, Byron Bay and the sunny coast. And that's a cold zone 10, so minus one is is the lowest they're sort of going to see. Obviously, this is a, in a typical average sort of time. You know, sometimes we'll, you'll go over, but usually that's, that's it. And your tropical is is your Darwin, Cairns, Townsville, Mount Isa, um, Perth. And they are cold zones 11 and 12. So their minimums are 4 degrees, 10 degrees, that kind of thing. So looking at my, where I am, and you all know I'm at Macadilla, Um And so looking at where I am, I would be in heat zone 9. So I'm going to get 150 days over 30 degrees and i will be in cold zone 9b which means that a lot of my minimums will be around about that minus 4 so those are the sort of things that i am looking that are going to survive however and and this is this is a good thing to remember however you can absolutely plant something that isn't going to tolerate a frost if you look after it so for example We live in a zone that doesn't, you know, that plants don't like minus fours. Our neighbor has the most beautiful mango trees and pawpaws and bananas. And they're literally a couple of Ks away from me. You know, if you want to, you can absolutely have some tropical things like that growing. It just, you're just going to have to protect them until they get up and going and also make allowances for the fact that they probably won't be as good sometimes as what they would be if they were in there. Right climate. But it's amazing how many plants you can get these days that have um, been adapted to many different environments and can really cope with different climates. So that's important to know too. So, if we were to jump into again, like I said, guys, I'm on Diggers. So go and have a look at Diggers. Um, You know, this is where I found out about my zones and where I'm at. And, you know, if I go and order plants, um, you know, I have a look. Obviously, by now, I've got a bit more of an idea what suits my area. But, you know, if you're a completely new gardener, you know, you have no idea. And it's so hard, too, because you can go shopping at the nurseries or at the hardwares or whatever, and they will have lots of different things in. And some of them may not be suitable for your area at all. They look really pretty, but there's no point. Or it might be the completely wrong time of year to be planting them. So it's something to remember. So if we go and have a look at um, plants, so you could go and pull up a whole list of plants and then you can filter it by zones, right? So for example, I can go and click on cold zone nine, which is where I'm at. And it's going to tell me all the things that suit my garden that would survive that cold and... You know, as I'm looking at them, I've got a fair few of these in my garden or I'm going to add them to my garden. (laughs) But there's a lot of different things. Now, the other thing is, is when I bought some fruit trees from diggers uh, last year, I jumped on and did this and chose plants that were going to suit my zone. That's a big one too, like with all your citruses and fruit trees and that kind of thing. There are so many varieties out there do some research and pick ones that are going to suit your zone. That's really, really important. So you've got, I mean, there's literally pages and pages and pages. And, and honestly, guys, you can jump on anything on Google and find information about your zone and, and things to plant for your zone. Again, as we've said in many other podcasts, it's talking to people from your area um, who's who's going to, um, you know, they're going to know and have more of an idea and that kind of thing but it's just it's a really important thing i think to know your climate and and to be able to know what plants are going to work well in that plant climate as i said it is absolutely perfectly fine to get some plants that are going to need some extra love and care i am endeavoring to get a mango going again i haven't haven't done it yet but we had a mango tree and it was going beautifully and we were covering it every night that they had a frost forecast we would cover it and it was surviving it was doing really well and then the very last frost of the um, of the winter for some reason we we just missed it and you can guess what happened the end poor mango tree but I'm not deterred I am convinced that I can get nice mangoes here so I will do it again. And I, this time I will create a proper, proper cover for it that will stay on the entire winter, take it off over summer and, and that kind of thing. as I said before, once it, they get up, then they get past that frost risk, but frost risk, but uh, it's just those early stages, especially. So Guys, I hope that has been helpful. It's definitely something to to jump on and have a look for you. Um, Definitely by choosing plants appropriate to your climate zone, you are off to a good start in your garden. It's going to be a big help. The couple of things that are going to be the biggest things in your garden are knowing your soil type, knowing the climate, knowing the water, like what your water's like, you know, the pH of your soil all of those things are are a really good start and if you can get your head around those things you know you you and you start picking the right plants for for your zone you're away thanks guys for listening tune in next week take care bye just a quick request guys if you are enjoying this podcast I would absolutely love it If you could rate it on whatever platform you are listening to it on and write a little review. All of those things help to bump up my podcast and make it seen by others and I would truly appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for another episode of Grow Your Patch. In the meantime, I would absolutely love it if you jump over to our new Instagram page, grow your patch and give it a like and a follow as I will be sharing content from these episodes on that platform as well as sharing other tips and tricks. Have a good one.